You're listening to the Coaching Matrix Private Podcast. To the stuff. Okay. Um, just some housekeeping. So in July, we're going to have more calls than normal because we're doing quantum play, which is going to be very fun. And like, I'm getting all these, like, I wish I could show you my office. It's behind my computer, but it's like, I have like all these like sticky notes and ideas and it's going to be so fun. So you'll get the schedule. It's going to be our normal calls every Monday and some Wednesday calls. The only Monday call that will not happen is on July 4th. I am going to be gone. So, and hopefully you guys are partying too. Um, and so we'll pick up on Wednesday, July 6th at 2 PM. And that will be our first call, which will be really fun. And just keep an eye on your email. Cause all of the details are going to be coming through there as for today. Today is an integration call. So it's just hot seat coaching. Um, whatever is on your mind, whatever you've been thinking about pondering, dwelling on either from the, the stuff that we've talked about this month or not, all of it is fair game. Um, and just know sometimes, because sometimes like I, I know as a client, sometimes I get in my head, like, is this worthy of being coached? Which is a dumb question. Everything is worthy of being coached and it serves people who will watch this, even if they're not on the call. And so many people will message me like, I'm not coming to live calls, but I'm really enjoying the replays. So just know that your question, it serves you and it serves other people. So I just wanted to front load you guys with that because I think that um, kind of like just remembering that this group benefits from you being coached as well kind of takes the pressure off of like coming up with something really cool to be coached on or whatever. All of it, all of it is good. So with that, does anyone have a burning desire to be coached first right now or have a question or anything? Should have Jeopardy music. <laughs> I can talk to you guys. It's no problem. <laughs> I'll go. All right. You know me. I I'll love it. Go. I love it so much. <laughs> I love to give everybody a chance. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I'm not actually sure. I don't. I like. I have made some strides in this idea of speaking something into existence. Honestly, when, when you first started talking about it, I was like, how, like, how does that even work? You know? And so I, I definitely feel like I have, um, it's a new skill for me, mm -hmm. a new skill, but I feel like it is moving along. And I think maybe one of the things that, um, Hang on, let me just find my little notes here really quick. Sorry, everybody. Okay, um, thinking, something that it's a little sticky for me that I, that I wrote a whole bunch of answers to, but I'm not sure if I still believe it, is this idea of my goal is not in my control. Does that make sense? So like, like when you are reliant on a client Yes. you know, paying money and saying yes. And, and all of that, I feel like I'm much, much closer than maybe I used to be with that idea, but it's still, and, and like, I literally wrote 
almost two pages in my little book of all the ways that it is in my control, but I am not sure if I still totally believe that. Yeah. So this is something that I actually, I'm really glad you brought up because I believe in personal agency and I know you do too. (laughs) And so when we think about our goal, it's not that we're attached to specific people saying yes. How many, you want 10 Colette? Is that how many you want? Eight, eight for fall, 10 for winter. Okay. So eight, like the, I guess the belief is, can you believe that there are eight clients that will hire you in the fall? Yeah. Yeah, I actually have decided that I can believe that. And something that Stacy teaches is overselling. And yes. I think that's the part that, you know, the are you familiar with, yes. with how she goes about this? And so the idea is you're not creating eight clients, if that's how many yes. you want, creating yes. 18. But you know? there's a lot of truth to that, right? Like think about how you are as a client or even like state when you join Stacy's mastermind, it's not like one day you woke up and you're like, yep, I'm going to bear 25 grand. I'm ready to go today. She sold you over a period of time. And there was a certain point where that decision, the timing and the decision came together and you took action. So Mm -hmm. I think the idea of overselling is that they're being sold on the decision now while you're emailing them, but the timing could be in September or it could be for the winter semester. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the part that I'm kind of, I actually change. I I have an hourly reminder when I'm trying to really work on my Mm -hmm. one thought and I let the reminder come up hourly on my phone and it said, I'm creating eight clients this fall. And I actually changed it to 18 Mm -hmm. this week. I love because that. I was feeling like the eight was like, yeah. 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 And so I switched it to 18. And so I'm just kind of noticing sort of the same problem yeah. as when I had that had it for the eight in the beginning. It's like, well, how's that possible? And how is that in my control? Right. Yeah. yeah. So what is in your control? You said you made a list. Yeah, I made a, a list. Actually, what it what the list ended up looking like was um, was a lot of thoughts. Interesting. Which was very interesting. Speaking it, it into existence. Yeah, and so um, one of the things that you helped me with previously was this idea of offering a shift in every single interaction. So every email, every post, whatever it is, like offering the client the people that are consuming my content, some sort of a shift, right? That was really powerful. And I felt like that, I feel like that is totally in my control. Yeah. And so I think that that, that's a more action oriented one, but um, almost everything else is like, I offer help with no strings attached. I worry less and believe that, uh, let's see believe in my goal more. I think I might be worthy of it. I think that good things can happen to us. I push back on the belief that I can't create something this good, you know, like all of it is. And I didn't realize it until after I had written this whole stinking list. And I was like, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Very little action except for managing what's happening here. That's the game. It really, like, to me, that's online business in a nutshell. Most people know what to do. 
to grow their business. But it's like what's happening on the inside of you that's the the kicker. So you said you have a phone thing, like an alert mm-hmm. that helps you. What other practices are within your control to help you manage your mind and be the person who has 18 say yes? Yeah, so I write about it a lot quite often so that I can see what's happening in my head and what I'm believing. Um, when I have the reminder on my phone, I, I actually sit and kind of ponder like when it pops up and I, I kind of look at it, like, am I believing that? Am I not believing that? You know, I don't just look at it. I sort of do this little, you know, 30 second coaching awareness session. Um, I also, try to talk about it openly. Yes. And I think that's the, that's the part that I probably um, have learned the most from you is the power of actually literally like the words come out of my mouth Yeah, and say it. And I happened to be at a, a coaching retreat this week. And I think that's what happened with, with why I made a shift this week from the eight clients to saying the 18 clients, because I had to say it so often. Yes. Does that make sense? Like, yes. I this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So often. And I didn't want to make the same mistake that I made at the last retreat that I was at, like, I don't know, six weeks ago when we were together, where, when I was saying it, I was like, yeah, but I don't know if it's going to happen. And I'm yes. not sure. And, and like, I got so annoyed with myself. Yes speaking it that way. And so I was trying to, but what I, what I realized is when, when I was speaking it this week, I was speaking it with confidence. Yeah. And so by the end of the week, I looked at that little reminder about eight clients and I was like, like, there's nothing, there's nothing dramatic there in my head. It's like, Oh yeah. Eight clients. I'm going to change it. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. I think that actually has been a different practice than what I have done in the past. Yeah. I think it's like that metaphor that we talked about with the garden. Like there's planting the seeds that you want and there's like ripping out the weeds that you don't want to grow. I was at a, like a business conference type thing a few weekends ago. And one of the guys that talked, he's like, I don't even, he makes like hundreds of millions of dollars. Just like very wealthy. And one of the things that he does is he invests in businesses. And one of the things he said is like some of the business investments I make is in kids who have YouTube channels. And he's like, I help them grow. And and they're like, what do kids have that you don't? They just are missing the belief that they can't do it. They just don't have that belief. And I was like, adults, we look at all the ways that we might fail or the ways that things might not happen. But kids, a lot of kids just don't have that. They're just like, I can do it. The the thought that they can't do it doesn't exist. And so sometimes our work is getting rid of not even like actively believing stuff. It's just like removing the thoughts that don't serve. Like I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is true. Like they don't even have to manage their minds. No. And so your, I I feel like your work is like, you got the, this can happen. I'm doing this. I'm speaking to this in existence. I think your whole work is like noticing when the thought comes up, like, yeah, right. I can't have 18 or that's too many, or I don't know how it's going to happen. You're just like, nope, <laughs> I'm doing okay. it. Okay. And so is that basically the practice of just being aware and then. Yeah. I think it's like that, that art of like being aware, but not being attached, not making it mean anything. If you notice the thought 
I can't, I don't know if I can do this. It's like, oh, interesting. I had a thought that I can't do this, but that's not true. Okay. Okay. And then yeah, just, I mean, I teach that to my clients. We all probably teach that to our clients. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, okay. Yeah, I don't think that's it's ever perfect. something, I feel like all of this work isn't something you just like, I am a master at mindset work and I don't ever have bad thoughts <laughs> or thoughts that I don't want. You know, it's like, oh, like I'm the gentle observer. Like a lot of what we teach our clients, right? Like you're noticing your thoughts and you're witnessing it's just a thought. It's not true. What do you want to make it mean when you have that thought? You're like, oh, like there's the door. Goodbye. Because mm-hmm. I'm creating 18 clients. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. And your last podcast this week was really helpful too the black dot and the yes space. we're going to talk about that a lot in quantum play next month yeah, but yeah. The idea- all of that kind of blows my mind and is helpful to me to sort of break out of my normal thought pattern yeah right? well even like what you're already doing this if i took you back 10 years ago colette do you think that you'd be wondering how you were going to sign 18 high ticket clients no this was a pure potential back then for you. True. It wasn't something that you even could, could doubt because it wasn't a possibility in your mind. What other things in your future are like that for you right now that you don't even know that you don't know? It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It also expands, expands your mind the way that that's how I think of it anyway. So it's fun yeah, to That's super helpful. That's super helpful. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Colette. Okay. Who's next? Who wants the hot seat? But what, while you guys are thinking, I will, I'm going to show you, we're going to talk about this more in depth next month, but what Colette was referring to in case you guys don't listen to my podcast, which is totally fine. Um, there's like this circle basically, and imagine it's black. I don't know how, I guess I could change the color, but I didn't. So I talked about this black circle and what's inside the circle is everything that you know. And it's the stuff that you think about all the time. Maybe it's business, maybe it's coaching, maybe it's gardening. I don't know. It's all the stuff that you know, parenting. And then on the border where it meets, like right here, where the white and the black meet is what you know you don't know. And as your circle gets bigger, the things you know you don't know get bigger too. And this is why people experience more doubt the longer they've been in our industry because you also know there's things that you don't know. And I've been through the ringer with this. I bet all of you guys have like, remember when you're like brand new, you're like, I know everything about coaching. I want to tell everyone. It's because your circle is actually kind of small. And so there's less things, you know, you don't know. And as you get more knowledgeable, there's more things that you know, you don't know. And it creates doubt. This is why high achievers experience a lot of doubt. It's because we're like aware of what we don't know. And then what, quantum play is going to be about and what I love doing is like what's out here what's in the white space that you don't even know you don't know as a possibility and you can just like kind of I feel like the word that comes to mind is like casting like an energetic projection to the future like you don't know how it's going to happen but wouldn't it be cool if and you can play and there's no attachment you don't have to know how you don't have to know when it's just, it, it just exists as a possibility. There's things that you've already done in your life that, ha, that exist here. Like if you were to ask me at 16 years old, do you think you'll be a business coach? I'd be like, 
no, I mean, be a therapist. Like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't even, it wasn't even what I, like, I could not imagine it, but what it does, is it gets rid of why, like, um, we need to know how things work out. We can just put it out there and believe it's a possibility. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know who, but it could happen. And it, it takes away all the doubt and the thoughts that are like, you know, but how are you going to do it? What if people say no? What if it doesn't work this time? There's no time associated with it. It's just a possibility. And so what I love about that, that metaphor too, is it gives us a lot of grace when we're experiencing self-doubt. Cause all that means is that, you know, more than you used to, you're aware of more things than you used to be aware of. And you can tune back into that kind of like what we talked about with the gap in the gain. If you guys remember that conversation, like instead of looking at how far you have to go and all the things that you don't know, you can witness if there's, if you're more aware of the things that you don't know, it simply means you've become more knowledgeable and more aware of other things. You've been growing. That's what it means. And you can be very awake to the fact that you've been growing and, and expanding, or you can look at how much lack you have. And those two things create very different experiences, even though you are the same person. You know what I mean? And so our job is always to remind us all the growth, look at where we've grown, look at what we do know, look at all the, you know, the, the results we have created. And yes, there's things I don't know. Yes, there's things that I've become aware of that I lack, but I'm not going to be consumed with that. I'm going to be consumed with what I do know and what I can control. Like Colette was talking about her thoughts, her beliefs, her actions. Anyway, it's a good one. Okay. Anyone feel prompted to be coached after that little monologue? since this isn't really a teaching call. It doesn't have to be about any of that, by the way. It can be basic stuff, not basic stuff. doesn't really matter. This part of me, this feels like a basic, basic question, but I'm going to ask anyway. No, this is good. I promise it will help someone else. Okay, so I've been thinking, I've been pondering about the person, the push and pull of personal development. Because there's this pull, and I think people like all of us on this call and whatever, like we have this pull to grow and to improve and, and um, that's always been a big motivator for me. Mm -hmm. However, the, pu the push of it is that like something's wrong with you something yeah. like you you're trying to fix something or you're trying to be different than you are for a multitude of reasons and some of them may not be fully sound or, or fully yes. effective right you know so when you get stuck in that place or maybe you don't oh i do um, okay. <laughs> okay good to know <laughs> um yeah like how do you analyze what you're in it for how do you how do you stay in like a clean place of like i want to grow for pure reasons not because i'm broken or i need to fix something yeah. or any any other reason yeah it's funny that you thought this was a basic question <laughs> <laughs> i don't think this is a basic question this is a really deep and profound question because i think it's That's at how the my root. mind works the deep i think it's the, a, the at the, basic yeah, it's not though as in i think it's funny because like you're like, this is a basic question. And you're like, boom, down the rabbit hole. Um, because at the root of your question really is the strength and the weakness of our whole industry. You can see marketing that feels really empowering 
because they're speaking to your, your strengths and what's possible possibility versus fixing feels very different. Mm-hmm. You're broken. Something's wrong. We have to dig in. I'm going to push on your pain and I'm going to market to you because you have pain and you're broken mm-hmm. versus like, Hey, like you're like a seed and you can grow into a huge freaking tree. Do you want to, I can help you with that. You know what I mean? There's a totally different experience of what's going on. So within myself, I do, we do this to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And one's associated with shame. One's associated with expansion and possibility. And so I'm always in tune with how I feel about the work that I'm doing. If I'm journaling because I have something to fix, I know I'm not in the right place because I'm not broken. No, no one is. I'm human. I'm definitely human. That's exactly how I'm meant to be. You know, and so I just stay in tune with like how I'm feeling about the personal development. Because I think it's like good personal development for me. Sometimes it is emotional. Sometimes I have to have emotional releases and I do have to bring the shame up and release it because it's a falsehood. You know what I mean? So it's like remind, I don't know if what your experience is like, because like I'm sure you've had, everyone has had experiences of personal development that feel really awful. And not the good kind, not the growth kind, not the growing pain kind, the shameful, I'm broken, I'm dark, something's bad, and it needs to be fixed. I just know that that's not the truth of who I am, or of you guys, like even the way that we think about our clients and other people doing this work, or our mentors who are also doing this work. I think sometimes what happens is like, if we're dark and bad, and we're doing personal development so that we can be fixed, so that we can qualify for success, then we see our mentors as people who have figured it out and we forget that we're all just humans having the human experience, which that fits into possibility and growth. Does that make sense? I can experience my human in the possibility and growth without making it mean anything bad. Does that yes. resonate? Yeah. Yeah, that does. That does. That helps me kind of align better. I feel like, I feel like I'm just in this launching phase of like, I don't want to do anything anymore unless it's from that place of possibility, unless it's from that's just super clean, right? Like I don't, I don't have to do any of this. Like I'm not, I'm not feeding my family based on what I make, right? Right. Like there's no, there's no need. Yes. It's just desire. Desire. Yep. And I, and I feel like that's a big, much bigger motivation. Um, but I just want to, yeah, I just want to keep it clean. But yeah, the personal development world can get a little shady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shady <laughs> to put it lightly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I remember I mean, like marketing practices and stuff. Yeah, like, like even like the gospel is like this for me, like learning to have a good yes. relationship with the gospel of like, I want to have a good relationship with God because I want to have a good relationship with God, not because I'm unworthy until I say a prayer today. You know what I mean? Very similar to personal development. Like if I'm not like hiring a coach and betting on myself and doing all this stuff, like I'm not a good entrepreneur. No, that's like that. That, that is a need mentality. And I didn't start my business from need. I started it from desire, from possibility. And so one feels constricting. One feels really open and expansive. And that's just what I pay attention to. Cause I used to join programs. I'm sure you guys have been like this. And I try to make my programs not like this because I've joined programs out of need. 
and I never got what I came for because I needed it versus like, Hey, you're on this path. Like I have some stuff for you <laughs> that can help you to grow, yeah. to, to live into possibility. And so I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how I see it. Well, and I think that even like joining programs, just because sometimes I think, well, if we're not actively in a program, if we're not in a, if we're not being coached, then like, yeah. we must not want it bad enough. We must not like, there's so much talk that's so, mm-hmm. it's so damaging. It is know? so it's damaging. Like, the reciprocity yeah. thing, like if you don't do this, then you can't count on your clients doing that for you. Like that's such garbage. It is such, such garbage because like <laughs> I started my business as a one-on-one coach without a one-on-one coach. And so I never bought into the belief that I had to have a one-on-one coach. I joined programs. I bought courses. Um, I was in groups. I would join groups because that's what I could afford. And all the one-on-one coaches that were in my price range, I was like, I'm, I don't want to work with you. <laughs> no offense. I, I just don't, I didn't, it didn't hit me the same. And so I never had that belief, which I, I hope I'd pass on to you, you, you guys, you know, you don't need anything. You really don't. You are a whole human, perfectly capable of figuring out everything. We have Google, <laughs> like we were in YouTube, like we really have resources now picking and choosing mentors and programs and stuff from expansion and abundance and, and fun and desire feels so different than like, oh, they have something that I need. They, they figured it out and I didn't, and I need them. It's a totally different experience. Yeah. And on the reverse, we can think about our clients in the same way. Right. Like they have Google, they have YouTube, yes. they can figure out everything that we're offering in our programs. Yeah. So like, why me? why, why you, you know? And then our whole work becomes, I want to be an energetic match for people who just want to work with me. Not because they need me, not because I have this secret formula that they're going to get if they work with me, you know, they just want to, there's no secrets that I have. Everything that I know, I try to share for free (laughs) on my podcast. And then I go deeper and I, we integrate in my programs and stuff, but like, I do try to give a lot. And I know you do too, because that feels good. And so like how, what does that mean? I guess to make it more personal for you, Mariah, what does that mean for you at this season of your business? What, like when you say acting from desire instead of need and only doing what feels fun, what does that mean to you right now? Um, well, I'm really leaning this. It's a little scary, but I'm really leaning into inconsistency. Yeah. <laughs> Because I've been told my whole life, like consistency matters, keep showing up, be consistent, right? And I just am not, I'm not an, I'm not a consistent person. Like there, let's be honest, there's lots of things I'm consistent at, but, but I just had this kind of aha breakthrough recently when I was like, what would it look like to lean into your inconsistency? And that freed up so much stuff for me. (laughs) All of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, like I could show up when I want to show up. I could not do things unless I felt really lit up about it. I could break all the rules. I could totally come up with a new format of doing things. Uh, you know, just, so I'm, I'm like in that space right now of just exploring that. Um, and I haven't, I mean, I haven't showed up 
in any way, really, for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you feel I mean, I'm not good? creating results. I'm not creating results yeah. right now, but I'm also like just playing, you know, stepping away and deciding what the next step is. Well, despite what a lot of people talk about in industry, results in business are not the top of like, it's not the end all be all of our life. Right. It's one part of our life. And so yeah, I think I'm actually really enjoying my life. Yes. Like, which is what people really think their time. business will give them. Mm-hmm. And if you can have that now, then why do you, like, I think that's where you're at. Like, okay, why do I have a business? If I can enjoy my life now, mm-hmm. why do I want a business? Exactly. If business isn't going to give me the enjoyment in the future, I have that now. Now you get to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now I get to play and it's shifting. It's shifting a lot. It's like, oh, who do I want to work with then? And what do I I want to say? And what all of that, it it feels, and I'm like, who cares if I do a complete 180 pivot? I'm like, who cares? I get to say whatever I want. I get to do it how I want. There are, there are no rules. Yeah. And something that I think is helpful is to remember, like, there's different paradigms that we live in. And when I started my business, I was in the paradigm of work really hard and consistent and you'll get results. Mm-hmm. And there's a, that's, I would say that's like the mainstream paradigm that our world lives in. Mm-hmm. But for what I'm going to call, like, I'm just going to like say what's coming to me, like a spiritual seeker or people like you who think deeply about life. And that's why we resonate, I think, while you're on this call today, because I think deeply about life too. Did I want that paradigm to be true for me, the way that I live my life? I I didn't. I want to play with my girls. I want to work minimal hours. I want to be able to think more than I do in my business. I like thinking deeply about things. And so I needed a new paradigm. And then once I was open to that, I found mentors that spoke, spoke to me. And they helped me see what I wanted. Now, some, and this is like, I don't know if you listened to, to the call about the three fields that I did, Maria, in this in the matrix, but I, I talked about the three fields. And this I learned this from one of my mentors, Melanie Ann Layer, predictability, possibility, and potentiality. And she's not the only person. Like Deepak Chopper talks about this. Like a lot of people teach it, but she used those words and it helped me see. So predictability is like consistency. <laughs> Like I want a predictable result. So I want to post twice a day, send a weekly email, get on collaborative podcasts and get my message out to a certain amount of people. And then predictably a certain percentage of people will hire me. Some people really love that. And there's nothing wrong. Like there's no morality between the three fields. It's not like potentiality is better than predictability. It's just what does, what feels aligned to you? And so one of the things that has helped me is like, I love possibility and potentiality. And guess what that means for my business is a lot, sometimes a lot of inconsistency. Like sometimes I'll ha- I'll sign three painful clients and then I go like a few months without any one-on-one clients. And then I'll sign a couple for, you know, payment plans. And then like, then I have a few join the matrix and it's just like a lot of potentiality. And so I create results that a lot of people will never create in their life. But I also have to hold, and I think this is... So- you know, inconsistency in my results, not just in how I show up, but also in my results. Mm-hmm. And if you can hold that, then you get to play, um, but it's not predictable. 
yeah and i got yeah that's totally speaking to me because like i think in the beginning five six years ago i was like so motivated by all the business conferences and all the people and all the things sign me up let me learn all of it let me like soak it all in yeah. let me, like i was like a sponge to everything and now i'm like no that's a no that's a no that's a no <laughs> yeah um what's your human design right manifesting generator are you an emotional authority or a sacral authority? Sacral. So yeah, you have an uh-uh about stuff. Have you gotten your design read? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So you know that there's like an almost like an instant like uh-huh or uh-uh. Yeah. And right now you're getting yeah, a lot of uh-uh. Like, like, no or a hell no. It's like, yeah. yes. I just know. I know yes. automatically. Yes. And I bet there's been times that you've gone against your design where you're like, uh-uh. But that's what she says to do. Mm. or like uh-uh but that's what so-and-so told me to do in my training and now yeah. you're like okay I need to honor my own inner authority and there's things that are right for me and there's things that are wrong for me I need to start paying attention to what that is yeah yeah but I want to encourage you to start looking for the uh-huhs because they're out there mm-hmm. you might have experienced a lot of uh-uhs in the industry like posting every day is not your thing mm-hmm. <laughs> going on a cruise yes <laughs> <laughs> playing yes inconsistency yes that was that's an interesting uh uh-huh like it sounds fun just to play when I want to and honor my desire and just this idea of like people want to hear from me so much that like they don't care if I'm inconsistent they're like oh yes she's she's back or she's on here again like like that kind of that kind of energy is like what I think of when I think about being inconsistent yeah so that I mentioned her earlier her um handle is alpha femme she does not post consistently but when she posts I read every single word Hmm. what's more powerful the consistency or when she writes I listen like Hmm. it's kind of interesting to think but that's an alignment for her I also think of like Simone Soul who posts like multiple times a day and she's just like creating and I read most of her posts too both are different, but they're in alignment with themselves. They're doing what feels good to them. And they didn't just get there overnight. They played a lot. They experimented a lot. And so one of the things that I think we need more of in this industry is the permission to listen to people, mentors, coaches, people ahead of you or whatever, and then have a filter where you're like, does that resonate with me? Is that true for me? Is that what works for my season of business? Mm-hmm. And then take what works, leave what doesn't and experiment yourself because that's where all the gurus got their ideas from. You know what I mean? By playing, by experimenting. And so I think that you might change the way things work for you, which is yeah. fun. It is. Yeah, it is for sure. But then your job is this. Yes. Exactly. And that's where like shutting off social media has been so good lately. Yes. This this is definitely going on. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a really tangible example because I love her. We started our business around the same time. Brooklyn Jolly, I think a lot of you guys know who Brooklyn Jolly is. We run our businesses so differently. And I used to be like, man, Brooklyn's so like consistent and she does stuff like this. And then I realized I'm like, it's amazing that we can be so different and both create amazing results and we can call our people in and some of our people get shared and it's like a beautiful expression. But if I got obsessed with what she was doing and tried to make my business like hers, it wouldn't work. 
because that's for her and mine's for my, for me. And so blinders on is a really powerful reminder for all of us. We don't know why they do what they do. We just have to know why we like our reasons and our results for doing what we do. And that's the game. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that example too, because I used to follow her, but I've never hired her and I've hired you. So, (laughs) but like, like, you know, it's, and, she, and so her clients love her. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not even like, Absolutely. I just don't believe in competition. I really think we need more people to own themselves so that their people can follow them, you know? Yes. So I'm super interested what you're going to, I mean, you might not have the answer, but you mentioned that you wanted to pivot, like what that will look like. Do you have any ideas? Um, yeah, I'm going to get my podcast started, but it's not, it's not going to be called what I used to call it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be called the story of self. I love it. So when is, I, I'm like, tell me more. I want to know everything. <laughs> yeah. So I see, um, I see myself as just a general life coach now. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I'm moving away from more of the businessy stuff um, mm-hmm. and just um, general life coach. I see myself for the like high achieving person that feels like there's something missing. Um, the high achieving person that hasn't quite ever felt like they've landed on their purpose. Yeah. And they can't. Um, yeah. But I feel like it's I have a range of people for sure. But I really have this like like my high ticket ideal person is yeah, quite accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like they've done, they've done quite a bit. Um, and they, and like you were just saying, they just hear from me or hear, listen to me. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's where has she been all my life? This is exactly what is the blank I've been trying to fill in. And what a beautiful gift that you're walking through. Like even your, the, the nature of your question at the beginning about, you know, coming from lack and looking for ways to fix yourself versus expansion possibility when you find that like nothing was missing in yourself, you can help people get to that breakthrough too. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, big, big changes, but it's just, it feels playful. It feels fun. It feels, it feels like I don't have to do any of it. And yeah. So if I don't have as to do you, anything, as you know, to since you've been with me, I pivot all the time and oh, I don't, yeah. I don't feel bad about it at all because I'm not the same per. I think about who I was three years ago. I'm not even close to that person. So my business has to pivot to keep up with my growth. Yeah. And I'm good with that. Um, and I feel like I'm a manifesting generator too. And so we get lots of ideas. <laughs> and we're yes. like, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Oh, and that's yes. a beautiful thing though. And my people keep up, some don't. Some don't. I've lost people along the way who are like, I got an email when um, I changed pro coach into the coaching matrix and was like, I just can't keep up with you. Like you've changed your mind so many times. I've wanted to hire you, but I, I just can't keep up. Like you confuse me. And I was like, at first I was like a little like heartbroken. I was like, Oh, I love you though. She, I had a consult with her. So I thought we were going to work together one-on-one. And then I was like, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. That's a po- so the other thing is when you open to the possibility and potentiality, you open yourself to possibilities like that. If I kept things predictable, she would have never sent me that email, but I didn't. 
I pivoted into possibility and more potentiality. And so that created space to get some negative feedback. And I loved her and I had my own back and I was like, you're not my person and that's okay. My people are going to be like, oh, I feel so free. I don't have to lock into something for the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. There's, there's room for all of us in this industry and that's a beautiful thing. So I'm excited yeah, to see you do yeah. your podcast too. And it and felt, well, it felt like I kept trying to define myself so narrowly and I just can't. I, I cannot be fit in a box. I just can't. Yeah. I took a program. She's like, tired of trying. yes. And you're tired of trying and you can't say what you do in one line and you shouldn't because that would cheapen the experience of working with you. When people mm-hmm. ask me what I do, I say either follow me on social media or schedule a call with me because I'm not going to be able to tell you what I do in a, in a line. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I say I'm a life coach. Sometimes I say I'm a business coach. And if they're curious, they ask me more. And if they're not, that's good enough for them. And I'm good with that mm-hmm. because I can't, and neither can you, I can't just say, yeah, I do this. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what I do right there on one line. Like that's it. Well, that's We're, predictability too. That's why predictability, yes. It's like, I can't, I cannot be like smashed into a box. Like a coach told me this was about a year ago. Another coach was like, you are the most multifaceted person I've ever met. Like you, you show up as a different person, every coaching call. Yep. And at first I was like, is that a compliment? <laughs> I'm not sure. It <laughs> is. It's an insult or a compliment. And then I was like, no, I'm just leaning fully t- into that and yes. embracing it. Yeah. Because think about your clients that are going to feel the same way. Mm-hmm. And I bet a lot of, the, I can tell like the persona that you're wanting to work with, they've probably feel boxed into the success they've created. And they're like, wait, there's more. And you're like, yes, there's so much more. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Amen. Totally. Yeah. And it just, it feels so good to just be like, you know, I'm not, I'm not here. I mean, no, I was trying to, I were not trying. I was serving coaches for a long time. Yeah. And it just didn't, I, I don't think that fully is me anymore. So. Yeah. But I think it will still draw on some coaches. I think. It yeah. Will. That's how, that's how I feel about my work too. Um, and it's, it feels scary because it's just unknown, but in hindsight, you're going to be like, that was one of the best decisions I've ever made Mm -hmm. because it feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Or another new idea might hit me in six months. That's, that's where I'm at too. I'm like, I don't know, (laughs) maybe I'll be doing something different, but I'm like just keeping it open and not. I don't know. It, it's kind of fun to play. Yeah, but, it's way fun to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So fun. That was a bit, yes. very profound question, Mariah. Thank you. <laughs> I think you're going to like, if you, I think you'll, you'll like quantum play. So if you can come to the calls, it'll be fun. Okay. Yeah, that would be awesome. Cool. Okay. Um, Robin or Lonnie, did you guys want coaching if not it's okay you don't have to get coaching just one to offer i just have a question about quantum play like yeah i've seen you advertising for it how are we doing it in the matrix like yep. so well so we're not going to have a call on july 4th because it's the 4th of july <laughs> um but we'll start on july 6th and we'll have so we'll start on that wednesday then we'll have our regular monday calls it'll just be focused on 
the quantum stuff. You're going to, it's like so beautiful though. Cause I'm going to talk about mentality, alignment, action, integration with quantum. It's going to be so it like came together like so beautifully. And then there'll be two additional calls on top of our regular calls. So, um, so it opened today. So emails will start going out. You'll get the whole schedule. Um, but we'll have our regular calls on Mondays at the same time. It'll just have a different focus. You'll, you'll see, it'll be good. Thanks, Appen. Okay, any final thoughts or questions? So with that schedule, I'm gonna piggyback on Appen there. Um, is it every Wednesday that is an extra call or not so, every Wednesday? Let me look. So I can tell you exactly when it will be. It will be, so we start on July 6th. We'll have a call on July 11th and July 13th. And then a call on July 18th and July 20th. And then our last call will be on the 25th. So six calls in total, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six calls in total. So, it goes so do the quantum play people come to the matrix calls? Is that kind of how it's working? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. We'll all be together. So, okay. um, and like, you'll see, it, it'll be cool. Cause like I did the mentality alignment action integration with the con quantum context. So it'll be good. There's just more, more coming. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. <laughs> cool. And we'll still have, I mean, even the fourth call is still going to be a call like this where it's hot seat coaching. It'll just probably be a, a very focused, it's like a Q and a hot seat coaching, but still very similar to what we've been doing. Just more. <laughs> okay. Any other questions? All right, you guys, we'll have a beautiful Monday. Um, like I said, we're not having the call on July 4th. So I will see you next Wednesday and it starts at 2 PM because um, my schedule on Wednesdays are a little different. So it'll be 2 p.m. on Wednesdays, 11 a.m. on Mondays for those calls. But you're gonna, you're about to get an email from me. I don't know when I scheduled it, very soon, <laughs> um, where you'll get all the details and it'll just be on Zoom like this and then you'll get the recordings and everything. So, and some pre-work too. So, okay, final thoughts, final questions before we go? Cool. Okay, then I'll see you guys next week. Have a happy 4th of July. <laughs> Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Coaching Matrix private podcast. I just wanted to tell you, thank you for being a member. Thank you for being here. I hope you found today's episode helpful for your life and for your business. And I want you to know that I am cheering you on and I will see you in another episode. Bye.